0: Do you have a boyfriend? Hello, everyone, and welcome back to a whole lot of ginger with your host Kylan Silva. I hope everyone is having the most amazing week of all time and i am so you know that's great but this week we have a special guest coming on the podcast i'll let her introduce herself later so i don't ruin any surprises yet and we're gonna just have a fun little discussion about boys advice about boys what you need to know about boys you know i think i think i've i think we both have some things that we want to say and just thoughts and ideas about men so yeah that's um what we'll be getting into before that what do i want to talk about there's not a whole lot on the agenda i did have one bffr submission from ashley grayless she sent me in and i quote waiter at cpk aka california pizza kitchen asked me if i wanted more water uh, BFFR, my glass is empty. Yes, I want more water. I will be posting a picture of the picture she sent me with how much water was left and said glass, mind you, probably not even a tablespoon. I also kind of have, have something to go along with this. I just feel like I've been to a restaurant multiple times when you're just sitting there and you go through your water, your drink, and you're just like, okay, I need some more. Where's more, like, where's the, where's more water? Because honestly, when you're sitting in a restaurant and you're eating your meal and the only thing you want is a drink, just a little bit of water, and then there's none, and then you have to suck on ice cubes like a peasant, it's just god-awful. So thank you for that submission. And we're going to jump right into our special guest. All right, everybody. I have my special guest here with us. Would you like to introduce yourself?
1: Hi, <laughs> I'm Louisa.
0: Hello Louisa, welcome to the podcast. Are you so excited to be here?
1: I am so excited to be here.
0: Oh good, do you want to tell everyone how we know each other, or should I?
1: Oh, I can tell. Okay, so go once ahead. once upon a time, me and Kylan were in college, and the sororities were recruiting girls in the little campus courtyard area, and I saw this uh, raging ginger, in the middle of the courtyard. She wasn't raging. She's just, you know, ginger. So sometimes it goes hand in hand. And somehow we decided that we wanted to join a sorority together. It's like the first week of college. Um, <laughs> lo and behold, we did not join no sorority. No one ever
0: joined a sorority.
1: <laughs> and here we are five years later reporting, recording a podcast. So. Yeah.
0: And so we're going to talk all about boy stuff and all that stuff because I feel like a lot of times throughout college, we have always been the people that we both go to to talk about boy problems. So I feel like we have really seen each other through all the stages of college until now of our boy things and giving advice. So we thought this would be a good topic to talk about. And so starting off, we're going to dive into dating in Hawaii because that was very different than you know, dating elsewhere. Louisa, what what have been your experiences in
1: Hawaii? Um eventful to say the least. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's a few there's categories of boys. I'm gonna say there's like maybe three. First category, military men. Young people that just wanna get married for the most part. Crew cuts, clean shaven, they all kind of are similar ish. Then you have the surfer boys that are either like from Kailua or They're like from Southern California, and all they want to do is surf. And they talk Mm -hmm. like, "Oh my god, yeah," like that all the time. Yeah, and
0: they literally wear like board shorts and flip flops out anywhere to any event. Yes, no, no formal wear.
1: No, they all have like bleach blonde tips, and they all like you think, oh, you know, they'll have some good height to them. Nope, they're all about approximately five nine. (laughs) Um, and then there's like the nerdy smart people who are just like the people in your classes that you know. They're cool, but not really romantically interested in. No. Um, and then there's the local
0: boys. Oh, my God. Just yeah, crazy. Just crazy people, basically. Just crazy. That's all. They're crazy. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. I think the biggest difference... I mean, yes, we have the surfer boy vibes. And I think they can also kind of get that, you know, West Coast California. But I think for us, the biggest thing was having every military base... Around us on the island. So you have all of these men who are, you know, wanting to be in relationships for a multitude of reasons. Number one, when you guys hear about people, like, literally military men trying to marry people, that's not fake. It's real. They try to marry people for more money. I knew people who were in fake marriages. Like, that was a thing. And then... Go a lot ahead of people yeah, like it was Sorry. like a, people are marrying each it was just that was a thing. then you also get them because they go on deployment all the time and they're all lonely on deployment, so they try to lock you down before they leave. Yep. and that happened to a lot of people. A lot of people got into these relationships where they there was like this pattern of when they would be there. You'd like meet them in August and then they'd leave in September. For like a month to go to california right Mm -hmm. and then they come back and then they go on deployment for like six months
1: and they'd always leave in december
0: yeah then they come back right when you get back from school you hang out then they do the same thing over again and everyone was dealing with that
1: yep and it was the most interesting thing because not only are they gone, you have to deal with, oh, I'm going to be in the field for three days, or, oh, I'm not going to have service, or, oh, sorry, I can't text you, oh, I can't tell you where I am, like, all of this other BS, we're just like, okay.
0: Yeah. And they, all of them just had problems. It's a bunch of enlisted 18-year-olds that are just sitting here, and they have all these problems that they're just not suited to be in relationships.
1: No, not at all, and the worst part is is because, you know, on top of all of this you're living on an island, so when you go, you meet them, you get their Snapchat or their Instagram, and you go to follow them on Instagram, and you have, like, eight mutual followers that are
0: all <laughs> girls,
1: and you're like, oh. Yeah. Sick.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Great. Yeah. I, they would walk, they would just walk around campus, too, at night just, like, waiting for people to, like, hang out with them, too.
1: Yeah, that's like Loki, kind of creepy. Yeah, but it's also slightly funny. Um, so my boyfriend currently is in the military, but he's cool, I guess. Well, um, he's
0: he's also in the Coast Guard, and there was not. It's more the Marines and the Army men that we're talking true. about, rather than like the Coast Guard people. We didn't. I didn't run into a lot of Coast Guard people.
1: True, they're they're more. Low key, I would say they're a little bit more fratty than like the regular military. But Mm -hmm. anyway, my um, one of my boyfriend's friends, I was at we were in his room getting some stuff before we went back to my house. And his friend was like, oh, so what did you do this weekend? We're like, oh, we did this, that and the other. And my boyfriend was like, oh, what did you do? He's like, oh, yeah, I was hanging out with some of my friends at Holly Mahana. And I had to look the other way. And not laugh because Holly Mahana is the UH student apartment. Oh, yeah.
0: Love that. Love that being the hangout spot. Mm hmm. Yeah. I just remember, I'm trying to think of that. Like, freshman and sophomore year, when everyone lived on campus, there would just be groups of military men. I felt like all these different girl groups had friends, and it would be like the military men were sleeping on couches in in people's dorms and just hanging out and like trying to be buddy buddy. And then like some people would start to date them, but I feel like also the majority of us knew kinda of better than that. But then there were also some people who like I feel like there are people freshman year who got with men that like married them. Like
1: I yeah, I can think of about five right now i was on instagram and like some of them are pregnant right like, you know twenty-three, are pregnant married to a military man
0: they just lock them down wife them up
1: honestly though i'm not really sure how they still pull it off no because like people still fall for it every time
0: yeah it's crazy uh, yeah, yeah. So that's that's one experience. The whole military side is just ridiculous. You have the surfer boy side. I don't really have much to touch into that because I don't think I really dabbled in much surfer boyness. I mean, maybe, but nothing really stands out to me.
1: Uh, They're just, remember that North, when we went up to North Shore to that house party? Kylan?
0: With, the, with the youth?
1: With the surfer boys. Where we got
0: kicked and, out? And- yes! That you got us kicked out of?
1: <laughs> I didn't,
0: you guys yes. don't even louisa that was the lowest part in our friendship i know because I don't even know louisa said happened. i kind of remember i totally forgot this was even a thing louisa said i have this party on the north shore okay and we all pack at into a this car. Boy's house. at a surfer boy's house right there's some big houses we all pack into this car i don't even know who we were with it was like a full car though drive up to the north shore we get there and we show up to this big house, but we get in and everyone looked kinda young. Come to find out they were in high school, weren't they?
1: Um, they were eighteen nineteen. So like
0: Yeah, right there. Yeah. Right there. Some were some weren't and some were. And then like people were asking us like, who do you know? Who do you know? And then some of us got ended up getting kicked out, I think. I don't even know which one you were talking to, Louisa. But in conclusion, we got kicked out of the high school party was what I took away from the night.
1: It was literally so awful. I remember we were walking into this party and I got a call from my ex-boyfriend, who was my current boyfriend at the time, and he was having a meltdown on the phone because he had too many missing assignments. And you guys all walked into the party, and I was like, okay, well, I need to be walking into the party because I'm the one who knows whose house this is. But meanwhile, I was doing my babysitting duties. So then everything just it was just a mess it was a mess mess. it was terrible and then we had to drive all the way back home an hour yes yeah
0: i totally forgot about that yes some people would get in real tight with all the surfer boys on the north shore but i think that was our one big experience well except for except for this girl who i'm not gonna name who um, dated a North Shore boy. Louisa, do you know who I'm talking about? Yes. And so him and his little buddies would hang around, but in conclusion, no one likes any of them.
1: I think the moral of the story for surfer boys is that they're all kind of assholes, and they will never care about you as much as they care about their friends, their truck, and their surfboards. It's, like, you will always be, like, fourth. Yep. And they don't care. Like, they'll be all over you one day, and then the next day they'll be, like, go kick rocks. It's just... Yeah. Like, just so toxic.
0: Yeah, not I don't care how
1: cute they are. Not worth it.
0: Not worth it. And then local boys, oh, God. Just a disaster.
1: I just think of um, one person that I can't name that's currently dating a... A
0: local boy. Oh, yep. Yeah. I know who you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know how that happens. I but, don't um, either. But anyways, um, no, you just stay away from local boys. They're literally aggressive, mean, rude. They drive lifted Yodas. They have the weirdest tattoos and they are just terrible.
1: You don't want to be a honey girl.
0: No, just no, no. Sorry to (laughs) anyone who's a nice person, but I never came across one.
1: No, absolutely not. I think one thing that I guess would kind of segue at least to most of my dating experiences, specifically in Hawaii, is that who does that leave left as a good option?
0: The nerds.
1: Well, I wasn't going to go there, (laughs) but I was going to say the people you meet on vacation.
0: Oh, yeah. I totally forgot about the vacationers
1: yeah you're right hey i'm visiting here from Canada. you want to show me around for a week
0: that's like, a huge thing because you get on the dating apps too and you see all the same people and then all of a sudden you see someone new and then it's like oh right you don't live here
1: and it's like you could just dumb that experience down every time you hang out with someone like that the same like yeah you pick them up you go to the beach they get sunburned you don't they go on and on about how you're this perfect little island girl because at this point you're used to it because you've been doing it for however many amount of years It's At this point, we have this whole quote-unquote island girl thing down to a style, right? You have your bikini, you have your cover-up, you have your water bottle, you have your snack, you have your sunscreen, you have your chapstick, you have your AirPods, you have your book, and you have your little sarong thing. And it all sits in one bag, and you're just ready to go. And then you go to this beach, they get sunburned, you don't, Then they get hungry, then they ask you to take you to this place and they can't shut up about, oh my gosh, so this is where all the locals eat, huh? Like, so what else do you do? Oh my gosh, you're so tan. Wow, you're such an island girl. Absolutely ridiculous. And then they're like, well, I'm going to come back and visit you. And you're like, okay. Knowing fully well, they're not going to come back and visit you. And then for the next, like, year and a half or two, you'll just get these random snapchats or texts every few week saying oh how are you doing how's life on the island send me a picture of the beach or I miss it and that's that's pretty much a summary of at least my experiences
0: no I agree people people well I also think when we started going to Hawaii our freshman year was like before the Hawaii craze really hit it was right before COVID when everyone started moving to Hawaii so we were kind of the first You know, we kind of, I feel like we almost started, not that we started it, but after that, I feel like is when Hawaii really took off and everyone started coming there. Like, we had like about a year and a half until it got crazy when all the young people were like, I'm moving to Hawaii, you know? Mm -hmm. And so people were like enamored with people who lived in Hawaii because they thought it was so unreachable when it's like, no, it's not. It's not really that unreachable. It's, you can get there on an airplane. Yeah, and we were all exactly. getting in-state tuition, so. Yeah, <laughs> people people think we all paid full price, but no, not no. A lot of people paid in-state. Few, no. a few people paid out of state, but for the most part, most of us were paying in-state.
1: And it's like why all the kids you meet at UHL go are all from the same state? Yeah,
0: California, Colorado, Arizona, Washington. <laughs> yep. Yeah. In Oregon, I would say. <laughs> all of all of there. All West Coast kids. Yep. yep. When you'd hear someone be like, I'm from New York, you're like, what, why? Why did you come all the way here?
1: Yeah, why would you do that? Go to Florida. Seriously. But or Stay in New York.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah. So that was that. But now let's do a fun little Q&A, Louisa, about just boy stuff. Just okay. I know we've both prepared some questions for each other, so let's do a little bounce back question Q and A. You, wanna um, or you sure want to start? Sure thing. Okay.
1: What is your worst first date story of all time? The absolute worst one.
0: I okay. I don't really have. Any that screamed terrible for first date, but I have a date that was just like the funniest thing I've ever witnessed in Hawaii too. It, I don't. It maybe it was like a second date. I wouldn't even consider it a date though. Someone asked me like, "Hey, did you want to go get a smoothie?" Right, mind you, we're in Hawaii. Okay, so I'm thinking, mmm, you know, tropical. And he was like, "I know the best smoothie in the whole island." And okay. so I'm thinking we're going somewhere fresh fruit, produce, you know, living life. Do you know where this man takes me? He takes is this me job- No, I mean, McDonald's. Oh no. He took me. Worse. And not to any McDonald's, but the McDonald's in Waikiki where you had to park like a half mile away, walk up to McDonald's and he gets like the mango pineapple smoothie. Like oh, B F F R, dude. We're in fucking Hawaii. A pineapple mango smoothie from McDonald's?
1: Also, that is the worst possible McDonald's on the island. I, to this day, will never go to that McDonald's because it's the worst one. There's,
0: like, homeless people outside, and it smells like pee, and it's just terrible. Yeah. (laughs) So that was pretty terrible. Do you have a worse first date?
1: (laughs) I do. Um, I hope certain people don't listen to this, but if they do, it's okay. Only, like, ten
0: people listen to the last one.
1: Okay, well, for the purpose of this story, I love you, but I hope those figures stay the same. Um, because I don't, I don't want anything bad to happen, but I don't think it will. But anyways, so I was on a first date. And the date was going to be to get food and watch a movie. So I'm like, okay, cool. So I get picked up. We're going to go watch a movie. And um, the person that was a boy says okay, what movie do you want to watch? And I say, I want to watch Good Boys. And he says, I don't want to watch Good Boys. And I say, well, I do. And he says, well, I've already seen it. And I said, well, I don't care. I want to watch Good Boys. And this entire conversation continues of us already bickering on the first date, the first point of conversation, all the way to the drive through Taco Bell. And we're going through this this, uh, drive-thru Taco Bell, and it gets to the point where I say, I'm either going to watch Good Boys with you or you can take me home. (laughs) So we watch Good Boys. And we get Taco Bell. And I'm sitting on my own couch. And he's sitting on his own couch. We're not touching. And he's like, well, do you want to sit next to me? I'm like, well, not really. I kind of just want to sit over here and eat my Taco Bell and watch Good Boys, right? Right. And he was like, no, 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 come over here. Come sit with me. So like, okay. So I go sit with him. First 10 minutes of the movie, I fall asleep. I Mm -hmm. sleep through the entire movie Mm -hmm. Um, and wake up at the credits. And he's like, you just fell asleep through the whole movie that you made me buy on his roommate's TV, which was 1999. (laughs) And um, yeah, so that's what happened. And then... It was really late, so I just ended up crashing there. And then the next day, I got abandoned because he had to go pick up his roommate from Hawaii Kai, and I got left inside his apartment with no food, no water. I had my um, six-month-old puppy at the time, who was going absolute crazy. And um, yeah, that was that was that.
0: We love that. Good good moves.
1: It, it was it was pretty terrible, but it's okay.
0: Good to put a man in his place.
1: Yeah, that's a whole other thing. That's a whole other topic I'm sure we'll get into Mm -hmm. in a little bit.
0: Okay, here's a question. Okay, which I think is a highly it's a debated topic in my mind and I think other people also debate it. Okay. The phrase, you know, if he wanted to he would. Which I feel like a lot of people apply when they're trying to make decisions about guys like do I text him do I not is he gonna, you know, ask me out is he not and then they say if you wanted to he would. so they drop it. But in my mind, I'm like, well, if you wanted to you would and you want to but you're not. And what if he's thinking the same thing, like, where do you stand on that? Are you someone that you're gonna wait? And say that if you wanted to, we would? Or do you just go out there and you'll text first, you'll ask to hang out, you know, like, you don't care?
1: Um, I feel like based off of, like, me or my personality, I'm a little more blunt and bold when it comes to those kind of things. Mm-hmm. I'll just send it. But if I feel like any sort of like oh well you know I we're having an interesting conversation and he's replying not he's just being boring then yeah if he wanted to be interesting he would right. so then I would drop it but I think if if you're not willing to try then maybe like you should do some soul searching because if you're expecting them to try and you're you're expecting to sit there and not do anything then then maybe you're not on the right dating app. Maybe you should be on a sugar daddy one or something. Cause you, you, you gotta be able to, to hold your own.
0: No, I feel, I feel that too. That's, a, that's what I feel like too. I feel there's some give and take. And I definitely think that if it's like, you're going and you're asking and you're asking, like, don't ask more than twice in a row. Don't ever do more than a double text. Like, I think you have the total right to do anything twice but if you go past two times and they're giving you a response or aren't asking you to hang out i think that's when you cut it off but i don't know or do you think you can do a double thing because i've always thought you know you got your first way to hang ask to hang out and then if they're kind of shady about i think you in and you can do another but some people wouldn't do that either
1: Well, I think you and I are similar that we're like, we'll give it a shot and then maybe we'll try again just for fun to see what happens. Right. But I think at that point, if it comes to a second time, I'm already kind of like, well, I don't really care about this anymore. Um, but I think also like, I am not the type of person where I would make a move knowing that my ego could be hurt. Like I, I need to know that like, if I'm going to make moves, I'll have a good chance of being able to hang out or whatever I think that if you if he wanted to he would is more of when you're dating someone like oh you know he planned this for my birthday if he wanted to he would
0: right I like that yeah
1: I don't think it's supposed to be used when you're like talking to someone or like first dating around or whatever
0: Uh, yeah because I think it can go both ways right Mm, I like it. I like it. All right. Did you have another question?
1: Um, I was going to say, how do you handle like an argument? If it's something that really's bothering you, how would you handle it?
0: Uh, it's tough. I think that the biggest thing you have to do, whether I do this every time or not, is you really, if you start arguing, I feel like you have to take a step back. You know, you got to walk away at the start so both people can collect their thoughts. You know, like if you're just, you can't, nothing's going to get hashed out in the moment. Um, But I definitely don't think you should walk away for too long. Like it should just be a brief, you know, recollection of thoughts. Everybody cools down, talk about it some more. Because I feel like I'm a very passionate person and I get heated in the moment. And a lot of times I don't do that, but that's definitely something I feel like that's needed to be done. What do you think?
1: Definitely. I agree. I think I'm the type of person where I'm also pretty passionate, and that comes across as super aggressive mm-hmm. sometimes. Yeah. Aka, okay, at the time. Um, but I think as long as you can have a, con- like, aiming to have a conversation about it instead of, like, bickering or arguing about it is key. But also, if, it- if something, like, really bothers you and it's really on your mind, then, like, I fully feel like this is kind of controversial, but I fully feel like you should pick a fight. Like if it's really, really bothering you and it's within reason, of course, like go ahead, stick up for yourself and be like, you know what? This is pissing me off. Right. Like, we need to talk about this because if you just keep letting it go, then you're setting the standard and that stuff is going to keep happening.
0: Well, yeah. I feel like in that way, too, if you start something, too, it's starting it out there and putting it in the other person's mind, maybe something they hadn't thought of, and then they can get worked up about it. And then you both can feel that intensity about it. And then, you know, go cool down a bit and then talk, you know, because sometimes you do have to build light that fire a little bit so that you're able to put it out.
1: Exactly. Yeah, you have to yeah just like bring it to attention I also think in terms of taking space like that's that's super mature and it's super hard and it's such a fine line I feel like a lot of couples or like people that I know like really struggle with it's like literally just take enough time to get a snack collect your thoughts have a sip of water Mm -hmm. and then at that time like you should be thinking about it but I know some people that will be like yeah we're taking a break for like a week because we're mad at each other that I just
0: can't get behind. Yeah, I don't. I think the break thing is ridiculous. I think that if people are in relationships and they claim they're on a break, you should just break up.
1: Yeah, I. Don't
0: I, see I don't understand breaks at all because if you cannot work through it, then just go your separate ways. There's no point in taking a break ever.
1: Right. And if, if that's supposed to be your best friend and like supposed to be someone that you can see her with, see yourself with for a while, then why would you not want to talk to them every day? Why would you not want to be like, oh, my God, this is what I made for breakfast or this is how work went or whatever. Like you're eliminating that aspect of a friendship.
0: Right. Too. Right. Yeah. All good points. All right. Next question how i feel passionately on this topic i want to see if you do how do you feel about girl best friends to god yeah what do you what do you think because i'm against them like i think you can be friends but that close of friends and i also feel like uh, anyone who's had a girl or guy friend you or the other person has liked you at some point so is it ever really platonic
1: Yeah, so that's super interesting because I can see both sides of that. Um, I think I don't have a problem with, like, your significant other being friends with whoever they want, but I think there needs to be a boundary. I think there's no problem with being friends with them, but the whole best friend aspect is a little bit like, well, you're dating me, aren't I supposed to be your best friend? Yes,
0: I was literally just going to say that, yeah.
1: Like, I not that I should be prioritized over that, but I should like you're dating me. You're not dating them like that kind of thing. But I mean, I'm not one to be like, Oh, you can't hang out with them or, Oh, you can't talk to them. That's fine. But everything that's said should be very respectful of like the relationship, any sort of like hanging out or whatever should be really respectful of like my relationship, our relationship, whoever's relationship, um, I don't know. I just think that there should be boundaries. And I would hope that, like, the other person would kind of, like, be able to see that, too. Right. But on the flip side, like, I have a guy best friend. And, like, there were times where, like, that was platonic on my end but wasn't platonic on his end. Right. So, like, for my relationship now, like, I'm not – like, I don't really keep in contact. I think we've had one conversation the entire relationship. Um, But – You know, it's, it's, there's no bad blood, whatever. If you see each other, you say hi, but it's not. Right. Because of that platonic on one side and not the other. It's, it's just best to keep it kind of on the outs.
0: Yeah. Cause I've seen a lot of, when I've been in relationships and people have had girl best friends, I have multiple times had people leave me for girl best friends. And it's just kind of like, if you're gonna have a, a best friend of the opposite gender, you guys should test out, you know, what's what's happening with that, yeah. you know? Because I feel like – and I definitely think, too, what you said is that if you have a best friend of the opposite gender and you get into dating with someone but you know it's not 100% plutonic and you are you can't kind of, you know, do that, then you keep them at an arm's distance and you're not as close. And I think a lot of people do that where they go in and out of friendships like that. But I definitely think there's there's lines and some people – don't see that line but i also know some people very strongly believe in in girl and guy friendships that people can never like each other but i just don't i think at some points I mean, someone's gonna like each other it doesn't mean you can't be friends but has the their... there
1: thing if you've been best friends with someone or like like you've had like a guy best friend or a girl best friend or whatever for a significant amount of time like you can't sit here and tell me that The idea of like you having feelings or them having feelings hasn't crossed their mind at least once like you can't tell me that right like no way doesn't mean that anything has been acted on or that it's been a conversation or whatever but I mean like I said I don't really care as long as it's respectful of me yeah and like what I say goes when it comes to that
0: yeah yeah
1: and like same on the other side like what my boyfriend says goes
0: right I think, yeah, when it starts to cause problems is when something is said and that person gets defensive about it. Then it's like, okay, well, why are you getting defensive about it? Like, if you're going to go and choose that person over me, then you should obviously be with them. Right. So, yeah. All right. Good Good to touch base on that one. You got more, you got more thoughts to touch on?
1: Um, not really anything about that specifically, but I was going to say about what is your opinion on the five, um, like, love languages? Like, do you believe in them? Like, what, what's your your grasp on that?
0: I definitely think it's a thing because some people definitely need more words of affection. Some people are definitely into acts, um, acts of service. Some people are definitely into gift giving. I feel like the two main categories, though, that it comes down to are verbally versus physically being you know, shown that, like, I feel like some people really need to verbally hear words of affirmation and realize, and that whole thing, and other people, it's so big on physical acts of service and having all that laid out. I feel like those are the two main, and I definitely feel like in relationship, it's it's good to take that test and know your partner and what they want. I feel like it is sometimes obvious, but sometimes people don't, you know, want to go around and be selfish and say those things but I definitely think it's vital to people in relationships to like have an understanding of those things
1: oh definitely I think also if you know some the way you give love and the way you receive love are two completely different things Mm -hmm. like I like I mean as you grow up and like you mature you're your things are different and i feel like i'm more of like i lean towards the acts of service and like words of affirmation now Mm -hmm. but like when i give things i love to do gift giving or acts of service but like i don't know like that can change too right depending on the relationship you're in
0: right that's i agree i think it 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 for me i feel like it's changed somewhat kind of person by person almost because it almost I feel like when you're with people, it can change depending on what they're not giving you, and sometimes you see that, and then you're like, oh, well, I guess that is important to me, and I'm not getting that physical touch, or I'm not getting the acts of service or the words of affirmation, and it it kind of alters, too, where some people you'll be with, and they're they're not into physical touch at all. So then you have to kind of redo your thing and focus on giving words of affirmation or focus on your acts of service. So it does really depend on person by person. But I feel like when you find the person that you're meant to be with, both of yours will line up pretty instinctively.
1: Right. And like in some relationships too, it's like, oh, you know, this person's a really great chef and cooks me dinner every night. And, you know, therefore, I don't need as many compliments because this makes me feel good mm-hmm. or this person's really good at snuggling or this person is really good at giving compliments or whatever, like how good they are at theirs might fulfill you in ways that you didn't know that you liked or needed.
0: Right. And I also feel like you can tell when someone is doing it and they enjoy doing it. And that means a lot more than them being forced to do it. Or you can tell right. they're, like they don't re- they're not really into it.
1: I think that aligns with the whole. If he wanted to, he would. If he's just lagging in all categories, you know, he can't do anything, and all he can think about is his self, Then just run, just right. get out.
0: Yeah, yeah, that was a good. That was a good one. I liked that. Thank you. You got any more?
1: Um, I was just gonna touch on long-distance relationships because I thought that'd be funny.
0: But. Yeah. Well, yeah, you go for it because you're the. I haven't. I don't really know much about that. So, if you have advice for long-distance relationships, you give it.
1: Um, I think there's a box to be checked of if you've been in a long-distance relationship or not. And I feel like everyone should do it at least once. And then, if you really like it and it works for you, great. But from my experience, I did it once and I don't think I'm ever going to do it ever again. I think that if you're in a long-distance relationship, you need to have a good foundation before you start doing long-distance. Because the way that you love and the way that you receive love is just so different when you're not there with each other. Like, Mm -hmm. there's not really a lot of acts of service. There's not really a lot of... Like, all you really have is words of affirmation. Right. And that is kind of exhausting. Um, It's so much easier to send a text that comes off the wrong way than it is to have a conversation where you can read body language. Um, But I think especially a lot of other Hawaii girls can definitely relate to this like when you're on an island and the island is 2500 miles away from the actual continent um you get stuck in a lot of those situations
0: yeah but. that was that was good advice though i like that for anyone in long distance there you go <laughs> <laughs> all right last thing to touch on we're going to go in the exact opposite direction from long distance we're going to give to all the people who aren't in relationship. Louisa, we're going to give them Flirting 101 advice. This will be our last topic. Yay! What? What? I, do you want me to start with my go-to flirting advice, or do you, do you have go-to flirting advice?
1: Um, you go first, and I'll think.
0: Okay, because this is my thing. Is You full send always. I think Louisa's probably the same way in this. But I just... I, I think you don't... If you're worried or you're concerned about anything, whether you're self-conscious or your are nervous he's not gonna respond, or you know, you just don't, if you know if you're putting yourself too much out there, like just why not? Why wouldn't you do it? Do it because if you're not gonna do it, nothing will happen. But if you do it, something could happen. So send, you know, the crazy text, ask someone for their phone number. I think you just be upfront with people Be honest with people. People like confidence. Guys like confidence. And when they see confidence, they're going to be into you more. So that's just my, for anyone who's not in a relationship and is worried, come off strong. Go do your thing. Look up funny pickup lines. Say the most out-of-pocket things because you're going to be the person guys remember. And I, just full send. Full send's only because we're young and you'll look back and laugh on it. And the more you do it, the more confident you're going to get. So that is my basic advice. I mean, I
1: definitely agree. You're right. I'm also a full-send girly when it comes to that kind of stuff. I just think when you have a first impression with someone like, like that, the person that you want to come off across is strong and independent. And if that turns into something then that's, you're setting the precedent for that possible relationship or friendship or whatever. But also, like, on the flip side, if they don't respond the way that you want to, then take it with grace and show that, you know, you are just as good as you always have been. And that one conversation and that one person should not define your self-worth because, like, no one is worth your peace. No one is worth anything in your life unless you give them that power. And why would you give a stupid 20-year-old boy any power in your life
0: yes no I think yeah that's very good you know put yourself out there because also the more that you put yourself out there and people don't respond positively towards it it's only like let that build you up don't hold feel those emotions but don't hold on to them forever and go and find the people that respond positively towards it don't you know get too frustrated and upset when it happens because you're then going to find people that are into it and are, you know, doing you and it's only going to define you more.
1: Right. I think if you're at the beginning and you're fighting for attention and you know, it's the beginning stages, it's it's just not worth your time, you right. know, at all. And I think, you know, you can full send and there's always other people, there's always new experiences You know, don't don't just limit yourself. And also, I feel like there's so much pressure these days, especially with all like the influencers or whatever, to just be in this like happy, loving relationship and like want to do all of these great things. And like, yeah, like trust me, that's cool. But being single is just as fun. Yeah, there's it's I
0: don't know. That's your time to talk to a bunch of people. Go be bold and. You know what? Have fun with the people that are going to be bold back, but don't waste your time on the people that are lame because there's a lot of lame people, but there's a lot of fun people.
1: Yeah, exactly, right on the nose.
0: Yeah, and you go find the fun ones. You be fun, they be fun. There you go. <laughs> In conclusion, be fun.
1: <laughs> That's
0: all. <laughs> well, Louisa, this was great. I think this is great chat time. Great great time chatting up about boys did you have any final words that you wanted to add or are you good
1: um i think my final line will be it's never as deep as you think it is
0: oh i like that i like that a lot you you hit it on the nose with that one two for two two for two well thank you so much for being on the podcast this is going to be the longest podcast yet um because we're at 45 minutes so go us And then goodbye, Louisa. (laughs) Well, heck yeah, everybody. That was great. Did everybody love Boy Talk? I loved Boy Talk. Thank you, Louisa, so much for coming on the podcast. I had a great time chatting it up with someone else. She had a great time chatting it up with me. And we both had a great time chatting it up for you guys. So take a listen. Live, laugh, love, and pickleball. Remember that always. And stay tuned for next week's episode. You never know what you're going to get because I always change my mind like halfway through the week anyways. So that's that. And remember that gingers do it best. P.S. Sorry, I didn't do Florida Man this week, but this episode's going on for too long. We'll do it next week. Got to keep you guys on your toes. Got to switch it up every once in a while. All right, bye.